Welcome to Sailing in the Mediterranean and Beyond podcast. I'm your host. My name is Franz. Well, welcome back. Not much to report on since my interview with Paul Exner. Today, I'm going to be coming back to Lewis Martins from Portugal to talk about uh, putting in hatches, or excuse me, portholes, putting in portholes. But before we get to that, let me thank my sponsor, Sailrite. This show is sponsored in part by Sailrite. Since 1969, Sailrite has been equipping self-sufficient sailors with tools, supplies, and knowledge they need to sew for their boats. This second-generation family business is also the maker of the Sailrite Ultrafeed sewing machine. The Ultrafeed is a portable, heavy-duty sewing machine that was designed to handle all your maritime sewing projects from sails to covers. At Sailrite, you'll find everything you need to take on your next do-it-yourself project, including fabric, tools, hardware, and even hundreds of free how-to video tutorials. Start your next project at Sailrite.com. That's S-A-I-L-R-I-T-E dot com. Well, this summer, at the end of the summer sailing season in Dubrovnik, I flew from Dubrovnik to Paris, and I gave myself about another four days to travel around Europe. And I had never been to Portugal. I shouldn't say that. I, the only time I had been to Portugal prior to this summer was when I sailed across the Atlantic and I went from Az- the Azores and cleared, uh, cleared into Lagos, Portugal. And then I sailed on down the coast to Porto Mayo. But those are the only two cities I've visited in Portugal uh, so far. But I decided I wanted to see some more of Portugal, so I flew from Dubrovnik to Paris and then caught another flight from Paris to Lisbon. And I spent four days in Lisbon traveling around. While I was in Lisbon, I reached out to Lewis Martins, one of my listeners and a contributor to this podcast and his series of lessons on fiberglassing. And, uh, but I was never able to meet up with him. You know, when you travel and you're visiting the country for the first time, you're trying to absorb as much as possible. So I was going like crazy during the day, visiting uh, outlying cities, and uh, I had a great time, but I was never able to meet up with Lewis. We tried, but uh, quite honestly, my schedule was so unpredictable that we never did meet up. But anyway, when I got back, Lewis wrote me an email, said, hey, Franz, let's do a Let's do a podcast on how I'm installing my hatches. And so he sent me some photographs and some links. And they, uh, they are at the webpage, uh, Series 7. <laughs> they are at the webpage, medsailor.com. I almost gave you the uh, domain of my other podcast, Series7podcast.com, which is where I have tr- uh, audio training for those entering the financial services industry. So ignore that that medsailor.com on this post and there's some images of what he's going to be talking about on this podcast. So let's get on to my interview with Lewis. All right, Lewis, the recorder is running. <laughs> Got to check that right. because of our experience in the past where we had a 45-minute discussion and the recorder was not recording. 
So I want to make sure I don't do that again. Uh, but you, uh, you mentioned to me that you wanted to do a, a podcast on installing portholes and port lights uh, without using fasteners, which is a, a good thing to know because I've got a, um, a, a Lexan porthole in my boat that I used fasteners on years ago and bedded it down with um, polysulfide caulking. And it's leaking, yep. and it's leaking, and it's going to be a pain to uh, to fix it. I, I I silicone the inside and outside, and I really cut down on the leak. But at some point in time, I'm going to have to fix it correctly. And I don't want to put fasteners in there again, because fasteners, at least with Lexan, tend to crack almost immediately after you put them in. So yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning about how, how to install portholes uh, or port lights without fasteners so start start us down this road and tell us how you got to this place okay uh first let's talk a little bit about uh fasteners versus non-fasteners uh adhesives only uh the problem with fasteners is that uh once you drill the holes for the fasteners you are weakening the the laxan or the acrylic uh i will talk about those two different species in a while uh, and once you weaken the, the, the glass, let's call it glass in general terms, uh, it's, it's a weak thing and it, eventually it will break. And one of the reasons that it breaks is that people don't realize and by looking at it you don't realize, but with the, the sun and the heat the, the, the glass will expand and contract, more so if the windows are tinted, if they are tinted like a dark shade of gray, they will absorb more, absorb more heat and they will expand even more. And they may expand, like if you have a, on my boat I have a couple of port lights uh, on each side of the cabin and each port light is about 70 centimeters long, which is a little over two feet. So it's a rather long port light, it will expand a few millimeters. So when you drill the holes for the for the fasteners, if you don't account for the expansion, it will break very very quickly. Uh, so that's one of the issues. Uh, so I started to research, and uh, well, people say that you can drill bigger size holes and put um, caulking around the holes so that it doesn't drip and the Acrylic has uh, room to expand and contract, but you are still weakening. And usually you see that it starts crack cracking from those holes, which is bad. So that's, that's one of the reasons I decided to go with adhesives only. There's also the issue of Lexan versus acrylic. Uh, acrylic, usually known in the U.S. as plexiglass, Plexiglass is the trademark for uh, for acrylic. Uh, it's the same exact thing, and Lexan is the trademark for um, polycarbonate. You... Yeah, poly... Yes, polycarbonate. Mm -hmm. Yes, and those two have different properties. Uh, polycarbonate is more uh, flexible. Uh, that's why it's more uh, shock resistant, uh, which is a good thing on a boat. Uh, but it's flexible. So one. Once you press on it, uh, and it's uh, it's more problematic on um, 
on edges uh, because the, sometimes you put a foot uh, over the edge uh, and you, it has to absorb that pressure. It flexes and uh, it tends to uh, unglue itself from the caulking around. So it's more problematic in the, in the uh, edges. On the port lights, which are vertical and smaller, usually you don't press on them, so it's not that big of a problem. But uh, there's one thing to take into consideration. And one thing also, some edges are built to have uh, Lexan, and some edges are built to have acrylic. Uh, so you sh if you replace the glass of any edge, you need to know what kind of material is there and you need to replace it with the same material. Otherwise, the flexing or the non-flexing may damage the frame of the hatch. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. So uh, you, you cut out for a second. So I think what you said is, is once you know the hatch uh, had, had acrylic or plexiglass, you need to replace it with the same material. Is that right? Because yes. you cut out for yes. just a second. Oh, okay. sorry. Okay. Uh, yes, because... Um, the Lexan flexes more, uh, so the, the, those forces will go into the, the frame, and the acrylic flexes less. Also, the frame needs to be prepared for that. So if you don't put the correct uh, glass in there, uh, you may damage the frame itself, which is <laughs> not a good story. Yeah, yeah. So. That's right. Okay. Also, I'm not very knowledgeable about that, but some the the thing between Lexand and acrylic, other than the the resistant to shock, is uh, the way they age. I believe Lexand tends to get uh, dull and lose the shine and become less transparent. And acrylic tends to get uh, crazing, like uh, kind of cracking marks all over it. So those two age differently in, with time and with the UV red rays and whatnot. So uh, it's, some people say, oh, Lexan is better. Some people say acrylic is better. Each of those two kind of glasses have their own uh, benefits and advantages over the other. So it's not a fair discussion which one is better. You need to realize which one is better for the thing you are using it on. So for my boat, I chose for the port lights and uh, the hatches. The hatches were acrylic, so I replaced it with acrylic. The port lights, the fixed port lights, I used acrylic, 8 millimeter thick acrylic, which is okay, given that... Uh, and you need to pay attention to that. Most cabin sides have a slight curve. On some boats, you have a, a bigger curvature. On uh, other boats, you have a very mild curvature, but usually it's not flat. So you can't put a very thick acrylic because otherwise it will not bend. Uh, on my boat, I experimented with the 8mm acrylic, and I could bend it to shape with very light pressure on my fingertips on the ends, so it was good. Uh, if you have a very extreme curvature um, and the, the port light is long, like mine were, 
over two feet long, uh, it may be problematic and you may not be able to use uh, a screwless approach. Uh, but also with such a, if you have a very big curvature, uh, the fasteners will uh, weaken the material faster. So <laughs> either way, <laughs> you're doomed. Hmm. Okay. So choose a boat with the cabin sides on the flat side of the thing. <laughs> Okay. okay, so that's one thing. Uh, Lexan versus plexiglass and uh, screwless versus um, screw fasteners. Okay, that's, that's some ideas. Also, uh, preparation to install the, the, the new port lights uh, is uh, very, very important. I imagine that on your boat you have like... 20 or more fasteners on each port light, I would say. Yeah, no, no, I've not had problems with the port lights. It's just the the hatch, the center hatch. And the, my port lights are are heavy bronze port holes. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, they're, uh, and then I've got, I think, half-inch glass, actual glass, as the actual glass that goes in there. And so that I've never had problems with those. It's just the, uh, just the hatch, the, the, uh, the hatch over the uh, center of the boat. Which is a mahogany frame, and then uh, then the Lexan went into a rabbited uh, edge around there. Okay, okay, good. So uh, on my boat, uh, the port lights on the sides uh, were fixed, and like yours, and uh, they had more than twenty fasteners on each. So when I removed them, I found that. Besides the 20 holes for the current fasteners, there were like 30 or 40 more holes from previous <laughs> installations. So I guess each installation, drill, they drilled new holes. So I had about uh, 50 or more holes to fill and to fare. And uh, you can share the, photo, the link to my Instagram uh, account and uh, people will find uh, photos there uh, to see what I'm uh, referring to. So I had to fill all the holes, fare everything, and prime it. And once I primed it, it was uh, a good surface, a good smooth, smooth, not flat. It has a slight curvature, remember that. Mm -hmm. But it had a smooth surface for the um, acrylic to bond to. And then uh, it was the question of Cutting the acrylic. Uh, cutting the acrylic, well, I, I made a template of the shape and then uh, I cut the acrylic with a jigsaw. You, you need to use, or you should use, uh, a specially made uh, jigsaw blade for acrylic. Bosch makes um, jigsaw blades that are made for acrylic. Uh, they cut really well. Uh, the teeth last a long time like I used one jigsaw blade for four port lights and the jigsaw blade was still good and um, it ha it gave a fairly smooth surface that I could then sand and make the port lights uh, really nice and smooth all around but the sanding um, I started with 80 grit and then progressed until 
like doubling the grids, like 80, 160, 320, until 1500, I think, so that the edges weren't actually polished, but were um, not rough. And looking at the front and the side, you you wouldn't see much of a difference. And then I, I cut a slight bevel all around so that it would be a sharp edge all around the, the port light. And it, it turned out really nice. So preparation took a while, but uh, it uh, I got there. So that's two steps. The first step, preparing the surface where you will put the port light on, then cutting the actual acrylic to put uh, on the boat itself. Uh, and then more preparation goes on. <laughs> so then I had um, primer on the boat, uh, which I sanded with a 320 grit uh, sandpaper to get a, a rough, rough, but uh, not, not very rough, like rough to the point that the adhesives will bond well uh, but not rough, so that uh, uh, you don't have a good surface uh, for the bonding. So it's always important to uh, get that uh, right roughness. Uh, also, the so this is preparing the cabin side. Uh, also, I had to prepare the glass, uh, the acrylic itself. The acrylic itself, uh, you need to... I cut the acrylic, this is important... I cut the acrylic uh, an inch uh, larger than the port light holes, an inch all around. So mm -hmm. I would have an inch overlap all around. And that inch, uh, I masked the inside, and that inch all around, I sanded with the 320 grit sandpaper, I believe, as well, uh, until all the shine from the acrylic goes away, and it... It has a dull surface. And then I used uh, a Sikaflex primer that is specifically designed for acrylic. I sent you the, mm -hmm. the number. I think it's... Uh, Sikaflex primer, if I can get to that web page. 209, I believe. Yeah, 209D is what it is. And I'm putting a link. I couldn't find it in Amazon, so I'm putting a link to that in Jamestown Distributors for those in the United States. That's uh, yes. that's where I found it in the United States. I couldn't find yes. it on Amazon, interestingly enough. It's a very it's a very special product. You don't use it very often. It's not uh, cheap you, either. It's eighty two dollars. It, no, <laughs> it's not cheap either. But uh, it uh, well, Sika says it promotes the bonding. Uh, of the caulking that you will eventually use. So I'll, we will get to that later. So it promotes the bonding. And, well, I trust the experts at Sika. They <laughs> they've done the research, I hope. So uh, I used that. Also, before the primer, uh, after I sanded, cleaned it really well, and used another product from Sika, uh, which is a cleaner. It's supposed to get rid of any grease from your fingers, and uh, so the primer will bond to the acrylic really, really well. So it's another specialty product. It's the 205, I believe. Uh, I sent you the, the numbers. Right, let me uh, find that. It's the Sika Activator. 
Right. Mm -hmm. The two and, and I did find that in Amazon, so I found that, and that's uh, the link is on is going to be in the post for this this yes. podcast. Not cheap either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say it's like alcohol mixed with water. Um, I would believe it's something along those lines, but I wouldn't trust that it's alcohol mixed with water because, uh, well, alcohol actually will uh, kind of start to corrode the acrylic a little bit. So I, I wouldn't put alcohol in there. Uh, but, well, uh, I decided to go with the, the stuff that Sika recommended so that uh, I wouldn't have to replace the port lights soon <laughs> and well it has lasted all winter uh i've well the boat hasn't moved the boat is in the boatyard but it has lasted all all winter long it has rained a lot this winter uh, and i didn't have a single drop of water inside the boat which is good mm -hmm. let's see what happens when the boat starts moving around that will be the real test so Preparing the cabin sides, preparing the acrylic, the primer, the activator, and then uh, it, both the primer and the activator have um, specific window times for installation and for application. So you need to read the instructions first uh, to know what you are doing and plan your uh, workflow uh, because if you do one thing and then realize that you need to spend three hours uh, putting the double-sided tape on the cabin sides. Uh, it will lose the, the, the strength and the, the ability to promote bonding. So you need to read instructions. Uh, I did almost a year ago, so I don't remember too well the timings, but uh, it's there in the instructions. Then... For the actual installation, I used and uh, well, don't 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 get scared. I used actually double-sided tape, <laughs> <laughs> which, when I say this, some people say what? <laughs> double-sided tape? Yes, double-sided tape. But it's double-sided tape made by 3M. It's called VHB4991, uh, and VHB is for very high bond. And that thing, I can tell you, that thing is a monster. Uh, once you apply it, it looks like it doesn't have much bonding strength uh, because it's uh, pressure activated. But once you press on it, it will not go away. So be careful. Installation of a screwless port light, you only have one shot. If you miss it, you will have to rip it apart and you'll probably break the acrylic in the process. So it's not uh, something that you want to do without planning. So, and this, this double-sided tape is very interesting because remember I told that the overlap was 25 millimeters, uh, roughly an inch. And this double-sided tape, you can buy it in half an inch width. So I used it uh, all around so that I would have half an inch of uh, double-sided tape and then half an inch of uh, caulking, the actual caulking that will uh, seal 
the port light because the double-sided tape is just to bond the port light in place, uh, not to seal it from uh, from the water and from the elements. Okay. Another thing to keep in mind: uh, if you go on Amazon, uh, you will find lots of variations of VHB tape. You need to be uh, pay attention to the actual reference, 14991, I believe. Uh, it will be in the show notes. And this one is 2.3 millimeters thick. Uh, so it's uh, between uh, a sixteenth and an eighth of an inch. So it's fairly thick for, um, for a double-sided tape, uh, which means that uh, the remaining uh, half an inch around the port light, you can fill it with caulking, with caulking to seal uh, the port light itself. And this, uh, I think, results really well uh, because uh, you can press on it, uh, but uh, you won't squish all the caulking from uh, that gap because that gap will be there permanently. Uh, Sikaflex, I believe, says that the gap should be even thicker to uh, allow for more expansion and contraction, but unfortunately that uh, that tape uh, is only 2.3 millimeters thick, so uh, that's what I used. And that tape is also used on in the automobile industry to install uh, large windows on um, trucks and vans, so you can imagine the size of those uh, windows, they install it and they use that and then caulking all around to seal it. So uh, I use the same approach and so far it has uh, it has worked out uh, well, uh, for me at least. Right. Also, okay, any questions, friends? Nope, you're Too doing great so far. You're doing great. I'll just stay out of the way. <laughs> okay. Okay, also the caulking, uh, the caulking thing is extremely important uh, for various reasons. Uh, one is that you need to understand that there's within the marine grade uh, products, the polysulfides and the uh, uh, silicones and uh, well, there are uh, quite a few names. Uh, I used Sika products again, the 205. The 205 is specifically designed to install um, acrylic port lights, acrylic uh, windows for that matter, uh, for the marine industry. So it's both UV resistant, it's resistant to salt water, uh, the elements, rough elements. So uh, it's the product to use. There are many other products. Uh, some people advocate for Dow Corning 951 or something like that. Uh, that is um, that's not a marine grade product, although some people say it works really well in the marine environment. It's more a construction grade material, but they use it in uh, those big uh, glass skyscrapers, so uh, it must be good as well. Uh, choose a product that is um, right for the installation of acrylic windows uh, and 
you will find some that are appropriate for the installation of mineral glass. That is the actual glass glass. Not that one. The one for um, what they call it. Uh, well, I can't remember the technical name, but it's for acrylics and lexans, not for actual glass. Uh, that's the one. Also, there are other products, uh, but for this other products like uh, butyl tape, uh, that's uh, that's uh, a sealant, not an adhesive. And in this case, uh, you want to go with an adhesive because uh, you don't have any fasteners holding the window in place. So the, the more adhesive you have, uh, besides the double-sided tape, uh, better. So I, I chose that one again for that purpose. It has good adhesive properties, good sealant. It's a good sealant. It expands and contracts, and it's resistant to uh, UV. So, well, I... It's, it looks like I am a Sikaflex sales guy talking, but, uh, well, I read the brochure, <laughs> and it convinced me. <laughs> so uh, that's an important thing. Also, don't use, please, don't use things like 3HAM5200. Have you, have you heard the rumors about, around that? No, I haven't, and I use that all no. over my boat, and I'm going to give a heads up to people uh, on if you're using 5200 50, in a closed yeah. uh, in a closed compartment like I was all day long in my boat when I was building my boat, you're gonna get high like like uh, like breathing fumes. Wow! And then the <laughs> next day you're gonna have terrible headaches. Finally, I I was getting these terrible migraine type headaches after I'd been working on my boat on the weekend, and I went to the doctor and I he said, "What are you doing?" And I said, well, "I'm working on my boat in the." In, in an enclosed space, he says, what are you using? I said, 5200. He looked it up, and there's a lot of toluene in there as a solvent. Now, I don't know if they've changed yeah. the formula since then, but that was what was causing me uh, these these massive headaches. So anyway, what what are the rumors you're hearing on 5200? It's both rumors and facts. Uh, 5200 is um, both a sealant, and, um, but more on the bonding side, but more adhesive than sealant. It still works out, works well as a sealant, but it's it's an adhesive, and it's a very high strength adhesive, mm -hmm. something that you would use to bond the hull to the deck on a boat, not something you use to bond port lights because you will eventually remove those port lights uh, when the it starts leaking because it will eventually leak. Uh, and once you want to remove 5200, <laughs> that is a nightmare. It's a, a, an extremely strong adhesive uh, not to be used in something like this. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. There are, like, it's like Sikaflex. I tend to use Sikaflex products because they are more available in my market. Uh, in Portugal, I can go anywhere and buy Sikaflex stuff. Uh, usually not very easy to buy marine grade uh, three hem stuff because the marine uh, the marine shops don't uh, carry those. Sikaflex uh, has the two nine one, which is a good sealant adhesive for things like through holes. Uh, it, it works both well above and below the waterline, and then they have the. Uh, 291 and then 292. The 292 
is the high strength version uh, to be used again hold to deck joints and not to bed uh, a port light or uh, a cleat on your boat so you need to be aware that adhesives sealants and very high strength adhesives they have its purpose and i my opinion is that you shouldn't use 5200 all around your boat because that's all you have <laughs> well I've, I've had to take off some fittings with 5200 over the years um and and i and i've heard that about it as well and they it, it is a good adhesive and it was a good bedding compound but i didn't have too much trouble uh, actually taking it off so my experience nope. is not as bad of it's not as bad as you may have heard because I've actually had to take off fittings that had been bonded with 5200 and it, it was, they, they were stuck well for, but not too hard to get off for how long and how much uh, how oh probably that it, it probably been in the water 10 years and um, and mm, the surfaces would range from well, most of them were fairly small, like a cleat, so not big areas, oh, so not like yeah. a, not like a window or a porthole that you're talking about. Yeah, try try bedding uh, a hatch, and then you will see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done anything that big. If I ever had something that big, I would use a um, a different caulking. It was a two part uh, poly. Oh, it was this black stuff that you had to mix two parts up. And if I had to bed something down, which I did on my forward hatch, um, that's what I bedded it in. But even it started leaking after years, and I had to have it rebuilt last year before last. So it's uh, anyway. Continue on. Yeah. For, <laughs> so let me let me let me let me summarize. For, let me yeah. summarize this. What I'm understanding. Okay. So and and I'm probably got this wrong. So the first thing you're going to do is prepare the surface. Yeah. And then scuff it up a little bit so it's not shiny. Yes. And then you're going to put uh, the activator on first, the Silka Activator 205. Mm -hmm. All right. And then you're going to be putting the Silka Prima, Primer 209D yes. on. Right? And yes. Then, and then you're going to be... Oh, sorry. Let me interrupt you. Mm -hmm. There's both the 209D and the 209N. Okay. And what's the difference? Uh, I believe one of them is to prime like the teak that you bed or that you put on your decks. Okay. The other one is to prime the acrylics. Okay, and the the link you gave me was the two hundred nine D, or the uh, the next the the end. I I think I just sent you the name, not the link. Yeah, you sent me the name, and it was the two hundred nine D. And I'll have to go double check it because I can't look okay. at uh, I can't look at our messages while we're talking on Skype for some yeah, reason. Yeah, no so, worries. Anyway, and then People after should read the instructions. Then okay, <laughs> and then after that, uh, then you would put on the uh, the Silka primer. Is that right? Yeah, the primer. The primer. Yes. Okay, so we've got basically three chemicals that are very uh, skinny. The primer is more like a, uh, almost, it's in a caulking tube, right? No, the primer is actually a bottle of liquid. Okay. Oh, that's a 209D. Okay. Yes. That's a bottle of liquid. And it's a black primer, which is also good because it will protect 
the the double sided tape and the the caulking from uv rays so it's it serves two purposes uh, one purpose to uh, increase the bonding and the other to mask the caulking and the double sided tape from uv which is good because uh, otherwise it will deteriorate faster okay so the 209d yes. and then you put down this the uh, the this is where I, I had it wrong in my list here and then you're going to put the now where does the double sided tape come in the double sided tape well actually you you will put the double sided tape on the cabin sides first oh before all of this other material Yes, because it will take you more than an hour to if you have uh, a few port lights to install. So you will put the the double sided tape all around. Okay, uh, so let's let's back out again. So first thing we do is prepare the surface. Then we put the double sided tape, the 3M441 acrylic foam tape. And then on yes. top of the tape, you're putting all no. these other, no? No, no. You, that you put the the um, the activator and the primer on the acrylic. Oh, okay, okay. And so then you offer the acrylic to the double-sided tape and uh, uh, careful, yeah. and you stick it, stick it in place. Okay, now where does the Silcoflex 295 come into play? Then around, then once the port light is installed and uh -huh. glued to the double-sided tape, you have... Uh, 2.3 millimeters of gap between the the acrylic and the cabin side. Okay, uh, okay. And it will be 12 millimeters uh, in width, uh, and you fill all that gap with uh, the caulking uh, stuff. Okay, that comes okay. in the tube. Yes. Okay, okay. Now I'm now I'm visualizing it better. Okay, good. Yeah, what I did to to uh, to know the exact placement, uh, and you will also find a photograph of that on my Instagram account. Uh, what I did was I used uh, small bits of double-sided tape on some um, plywood blocks. I put the the, the acrylic uh, just with my. I had a helper for that. <laughs> a friend came to help. So I put the, the acrylic in place, and then I put four uh, blocks of um, plywood, uh, two on the bottom and two on the sides, so that I would know the exact placement of the acrylic. Okay, so now I'm, okay, so I'm, I'm looking at your images here, and I'm yeah. going to describe the images to, to our listeners. And the first image I have is... Uh, the the whole the the deck holes prepared, and it looks like you've painted around them, and uh, and you've got everything. Is or is that first image? Is that the way it was before, or is that the finished image? Because it looks almost like a finished image. The one the the, the first image is this the finished product. Okay, all right. So we got us. So that's what it looks like now. Then the next yeah. image is you've got the holes. Um, it looks like the. The, the green uh, stuff is masking tape. Masking tape. Okay, good. And so you've masked... And the red stuff oh. is the, the, the thing that you peel from the double-sided tape. The double-sided tape, it's, it's actually gray. 
but uh, there is a, a okay. plastic uh, that uh, you will uh, because it's it bonds on the on both sides so it one side has a plastic thing uh, cover that you will then peel off uh, before you put the glass on. Okay, so going back to the uh, image with the green masking tape around the boat, and is that also being applied to the uh, to the to the plastic to the not are you is to you, the acrylic? To the acrylic. Yes, so, okay. so that you don't make a mess of everything. Okay, so that's just on the outside portion of the acrylic is what it's on, attached to. It's not on the inside. Yes. Okay, yes. and on the inside you've uh, applied all the. Uh, the primers and all the other chemicals, which is just a very thin layer at that point in yes. time. Okay. And so behind that image that I'm looking at right now is uh, is a double-sided tape and everything else, and it's been attached to the hull. And, and I'm not sure I understand what you were talking about when you said... That, you that's another image. Uh, you need to go back to my Instagram, Instagram account and uh, a couple of images before that one... You will see the port light uh, and uh, a few blocks of plywood around it. Okay, and I don't have an Instagram account, so I can't, oh. I can't look at it, but that's okay. I can look at these because you sent me the links to these ones specifically, but uh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't bought in. I, you know, I just am not a big social media guy, but anyway, I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I, but, can, I can send you the other link as well. <laughs> okay, send that link to me, and, and I'll, I'll yeah. put it in the post as well for other people that may not be uh, social media people like uh, I'm not. But now on the other picture you've got here on the list, you've got, uh, okay, now on this one you've got the masking tape uh, on, the, on the acrylic, on the inside of the acrylic, so now you put all the, uh, the, the sealants and primers down on the outside. I, I think that's what that's showing there. All right, so now that that's all done, what, where are you at now? Is there anything else we need to add to this process then, Louis? Mm, no, I don't think so. So it's, uh, well, here goes the, hold on. Here goes the other image that I was referring to. And you will see the, the, the windows installed, just, just the dry fit uh, with some blocks of wood holding it in place. So those blocks of wood help when ah, you have okay. mm -hmm. when you have the double-sided tape with the, the plastic peeled off. Uh, you only have one shot to install it. You can't just put it and then slide it uh, to it. Either side. Once it's there, it's there forever. Okay. Hopefully. So now, now, what I've got from this is what what I'm going to put it in my words is you basically put the blocks of wood on the sides and then the bottom, and are they how are they attached to the uh, to the with with double sided tape? Okay, so that's just one. temporarily a weaker one. Yes. Okay, so you've got so you've dry fit this all in here before you started doing this whole process. And yep. uh, and then all you had to do at the end was just uh, just fit the windows in. That's a very good way of doing that. That double-sided tape is very good because I've had problems in the past when I've tried to uh, put something exactly on something. This is a great way of guiding it in there so you don't uh, yeah. you don't make a mistake. Okay. Yes, I, I, you could put it there with your eyes closed, basically, <laughs> with those with those blocks to guide it. So the other picture you were referring, I we were referring to uh, the first the last one it's a series of four 
the last one shows uh, the um, the surface that will be bonded to the cabin sides. The the show part where you will see through is masked, mm -hmm. and I put the primer all around. Mm -hmm. So right. that's it. The green the green stuff is masking tape, and all around is black. It's the primer. Okay. Then the third picture you will see the the red stuff. Mm -hmm. The red stuff is the the plastic that you will peel off of the double sided tape. Then the other one is the windows already bonded to the to the double sided tape with masking tape around so that you can put the caulking all around, seal the gap and then remove the the, the masking tape and hopefully it won't be a mess. And uh, the first one, uh, it's the, the windows installed in place. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the finished product. Turned out really nice. Yeah, it looks really good. And so you didn't, have to, you didn't have any mistakes. You did it right the first time, and it all went in well then, huh? Yes, lots of planning. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't go out there one day and say, I'm going to stick my windows in today. You planned out way ahead of and got the right materials on like, hand, yes. Yes, several weeks ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that turned out really well, and uh, I was really lucky because uh, this, like I mentioned before, we started recording, this winter it rained almost every day, and it rained a lot. Uh, so previously I had just a tarp over the boat, and, well, even with a tarp... Uh, water would find its way into the boat and uh, I didn't want to get any further damages so um, I decided to put the windows on even though and you will see in those pictures even though I still have lots of work to do on the side decks and on the top sides of the hull yeah yeah there's always work to do so you got to get this project done and go sailing Yes, I hope by 2020, I would say. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah. All right. Well, Lewis, is there anything else we need to add? Well, no, not to this subject, no. And I hear I that gin and tonic you're drinking there. I hear that in the yeah, background. Yeah, sorry about the background noise. <laughs> That's okay. That's, and I'm glad you're enjoying the evening. To me, For me, yes. it's uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you're much later there, so... 10 o'clock in the evening. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's gin tonic time. <laughs> gin and tonic time, that's right. Louis, thanks so much for reaching out, and I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to, to hook up while I was in Lisbon, but you no live worries. in a beautiful city, and I got a chance to check it out. So now I have a good mental map of your area. If you think of any other projects or topics we need to talk about, make sure you let me know because I, I really enjoy these series of uh of educational how-to sort of projects. And I've had feedback from other listeners that like this. Some do, some don't. Everybody's got yeah. their own... Uh... We, can, we can also talk if there is interest. If you scroll to the second image of that series, you will see the wooden um, caps on the... combing caps around the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, I think so. Can I see that in this image? Yeah. There's my friend putting the masking tape. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh huh. And yep. in the background, you will see wood around the cockpit. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. that, 
that wood is not teak. It's actually cherry. Really? American black cherry. And uh, it, it, today it looks as good as last year uh, when I put it in place. And usually people say, well, varnish is a pain and uh, you need to keep varnishing uh, every year. Uh, people also say teak is the best wood to use in the marine environment. Well, this is cherry uh, and it's looking fantastic. Uh, so uh, we can talk about that in another episode. That does sound good because uh, I want to know your trick for the finish. So we will plan on doing that in the next month or so. How does that sound, Lewis? Great. Okay. Great. Let's, let's uh, talk next month. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later, Lewis. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I really don't have much else to add after that. I just want to encourage my listeners to become Patreons. It takes a lot of effort to put these podcasts out, and the little bit of cash I'm getting from Patreons is greatly appreciated. And I've thanked all my current Patreons. There have been no new Patreons since that episode, so um, I encourage you to consider becoming a Patreon, uh, and that would be patreon.com backslash medsailor. There's a link in the website, medsailor.com. Also, if you like this podcast, consider going out and uh, rating the podcast in the uh, in in where you download your podcast. I always say iTunes, but there's other directories out there as well where you can rate the podcast. I'd really encourage you to to do that. Lastly, if you are uh, studying for the ASA 101, 103, or 104, I have a series of audio lessons to help you prepare for the written portion of those exams. They're available at the website. I get lots of great reviews on those. So if you like learning by the audio method, I do a pretty good job of describing what you need to understand. I cannot teach you to sail. You gotta get out on a boat to learn to sail. You can do all the reading in the world and think you know how to sail, but you will not know how to sail until you actually get on a boat and go sailing. Thanks for listening. Life is short. In the end, all that really matters is the memories you make. So make a few. Go sailing.